0: On today's podcast, we're going to talk about my battle with COVID-19, so let's get started. Welcome to the blogwithjesus.com podcast. I'm your creative power coach, Robert Walsh, coming to you from the Jesus Media Studios. Please hit that subscribe button and tap the bell so you can be notified every time we upload a podcast. Now, today we're going to be talking about my battle with COVID-19. On December 8th, 2020, I got up that morning, I began to get ready for work, and I shut my bedroom door because I didn't want to wake my wife up, she was off that day. And as I began to get ready for work, I just felt like my homeostasis was off, that I was, something was just not quite right. So I began to fall, and I yelled for help. My wife heard me, and the next thing I know, I heard her say, I'm calling 911. As she was speaking with the 911 operator, I told her, no, 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 I'm okay, I don't need an ambulance. But I realized that I was lifting my face up off the bottom of the tub. I had fallen over the side of the tub and so I said, yes, yes, I do need an ambulance. So that day the ambulance arrived and took me to the closest hospital, which was about 25 miles maybe southeast of where we currently live. And when I got to the hospital, they gave me a uh, one liter of fluid, they drew my labs, they took a chest x-ray and they swabbed me for COVID-19. On that visit they said, you know, your platelets are kind of low, they're lower than they were on your previous physical, but they sent me home and told me to quarantine. So I spent the whole day, rest of the day, quarantining. And the next morning, we got up that morning and my wife was getting ready for work. She said, could you please take the garbage out? So I took the garbage out to the curb because it was the garbage pickup day, came back in the home. She had then left for work. As I was getting uh, washed up in the bathroom, I passed out again. When I woke up, I was only out for a couple seconds. I thought, you know, I'm not gonna go to the hospital because they sent me home yesterday. And then I took a look at my phone. I had received a call um, that said, you know, that was positive for COVID 19. There was a message on my phone. So, you know, at that point, okay, I still began to quarantine. But that evening when I was getting ready for bed, I don't know if I scratched myself when I was taking a nap earlier in the day or if I caught myself on something or if uh, possibly a blood vessel had sp- spontaneously erupted, but I was bleeding through my skin. So I had enough strength that I drove myself back to that same hospital. As I checked into the ER, they actually did not take me to an ER bed. They took me to the second floor above the ER. I was in about a 1,200 square foot um, room with about 20 other patients. And I was the 21st patient. After they took my vitals and I sat down, a nurse announced that, yes, it's 11.30 PM at night, but the doctor will be seeing you. We're just not sure what time. At that time, I had stopped bleeding and I did not want to be up all night. So I took myself home because I had an appointment the next day with a pulmonologist. Uh, lung doctor. And as I was preparing for that appointment with my pulmonologist, maybe about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I passed out in my kitchen. I hit my head against the cabinets and once again I was uh, on an ambulance ride to the closest hospital. But this time I asked could they take me to the hospital that was just north of us, about 27 miles. I got there, they said I had a syncope event that my blood pressure went low and they wanted to keep me overnight. They kept me in the ER overnight to watch me And then they released me in the morning. They had said that there was a little bit of fluid in my lungs and they gave me some medicine called dexamethasone, which is about 50 times stronger than prednisone to help my breathing. About three days later, I said, you know, I'm really not feeling too good. I think this dexamethasone is causing me to not feel really well. It has a high incidence for side effects. So I said, I'm not going to take the dexamethasone anymore. And the next morning I woke up on a Sunday morning and my blood pressure was 98 over 68. My pulse was 140 at rest and i was breathing 40 times a minute and i had a 101.4 temperature so i couldn't even breathe i said to my wife i can't breathe so we called nine one one, and i went back to the same hospital that had released me um on the overnight stay and after they you know took some vitals they took my labs took a chest x-ray the doctor came in and said you know what i think i'm going to release you you know covid-19 is something you do at home you're a young guy you should be okay. You know, I'm going to release you. And I couldn't even argue at the point I was so sick. When the paramedics had taken me off of the oxygen to hook it to the wall in the emergency department, for those two seconds, I couldn't even breathe. I was thinking to myself, how am I even going to get home? I'm so ill. And she said, but I think I'm going to admit you. And wouldn't you know it? Three hours later, I was in the um, ICU. and. She had told me that my C-reactive protein was 25. Normally, the high number is 5, and it was at 25. But she said, you know, that's not really too concerning. Uh, We don't really worry about COVID patients until I get to 100. Well, five hours later, they took that lab, and I was at 99.9. They proceeded to transfer me further north to a larger hospital that was more equipped to handle my case. As I rolled into the ICU, I met the doctor, and he told me not to worry. He had never lost a COVID patient. And I was thinking to myself at the time, well, this thing's kind of new, um, you know. I, I don't really know if if I should believe him or not. But uh, kind of to back up a little bit in the story, when they had told me I wasn't going to leave, um, that they were going to discharge me from that um, ER visit, they had also put forty liters of oxygen on me at that time. Somebody in your neighborhood that you see with an oxygen tank is maybe on two, three liters. They decided to put me on forty liters of oxygen because they said they did not want to ventilate me because ventilators weren't having a good outcome. So when I arrived to this next hospital, I was already on these 40 liters of oxygen, I believe the FiO2 was 60%. And So I got into the ICU. I don't know if they sedated me or not, but I was pretty much comatose for the next three days. The only thing I remember is about four or five things that I remember the nurse waking me up to sign for blood products, to consent that it's okay to give me some blood products. They did give me two units of plasma. Somebody else who had COVID-19 had donated their plasma with antibodies to help me fight this illness. And so they, at first when they had me sign for the blood products, they told me, we're not so sure we're going to be able to get this because you're A positive and we're having a hard time getting A positive plasma. But thankfully, within 24 hours, they did have it. I do remember once in the ICU, they brought a, a tray of food to me. I don't even remember eating it. And then the next thing I remember is them waking me up after three days and telling me that they were going to downgrade me to what's called telemetry, where they just monitor your heart, but it's not as critical as ICU. So at that point, I was very surprised that uh, I was being downgraded because I had been so ill. And I wound up spending a total of seven days in the hospital. I spent three days in the ICU, two days on telemetry, and then two days on general medical. And... After being bed bound for about seven days, it just felt very strange to even walk. It almost felt like a miracle. But they released me to home and a doctor told me on the way going home, he said, you know, you'll only be out for about two more weeks. And I'm thinking, well, that's kind of long. This was only like something similar to the flu, wasn't it? And so, but when I got home, I realized when you're lying in the bed with COVID-19, your vital signs will appear to look really good. But once you start to do activities, this is where the problem comes in. I had a resting heart rate of 100 and every time I tried to do something, my heart rate would go to 120 or 140. And if I tried to do something too strenuous, my heart rate would go to about 128 and stay there for a complete day. It took me a total of 58 days to recover from COVID-19. During that time, I had three more ER visits. I had a cardiology visit to check my heart and a couple cardiology tests. But it took me a total of 58 days to recover from COVID-19. And during this time, I remember that hospital, that ambulance ride uh, on the day when I got admitted for COVID-19. I had told God, I feel a call and a destiny in my life. I've always felt this for many years. And, you know, I don't think things are over yet, God. But I was worried enough that when I got to that uh, ER, I did text my wife a list of all the bills that had been paid, uh, where all the important papers were at, just in case something happened. But a few times during that hospitalization, I do remember saying, by his stripes I am healed. You know, I was uh, saved in a Pentecostal church, but pretty much spent most of my 20—I want to say 24 years of being a Christian in you know non-Pentecostal churches. And I was just beginning to study faith again because I just wanted more out of life. I wanted more out of this Christian life. So I wasn't really equipped to um, you know get my healing because of my great faith. You know, I believe it was God that healed me from COVID-19. He used the doctors, He used the hospital, He used medicine, He used plasma. I didn't have enough faith at that time to get my healing, but God was merciful and healed me. I tell you this story because if you had COVID-19 and survived, thank God and praise Him for it. If you've never had COVID-19, thank God and praise Him for it. If you've lost somebody close to you with COVID-19, I understand I've lost somebody too. And don't let that loss lead you to doubt. Don't let it lead you to questions that ultimately takes you from God. Let me pray for you now, Father God, I just pray for this one that has lost somebody close to them from COVID-19. I ask that you would hold them in your arms, that you would answer the questions, you'd heal the hurts, and you'd lead them toward you and not away from you, God. I ask that they would use their life, God, for the betterment of your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you're listening to this podcast, anybody under the sound of my voice, please don't waste your life. Give it to God. Say, God, what would you have me do with my life? And then go out and serve him. Now, I never like to close a program without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my savior and Lord. Friends, I believe you prayed that prayer with me. You got born again. Keep God first place in your life. He's gonna take you places you never dreamed. This is Robert Walsh from blogwithjesus.com and I ask that you don't waste your life. I'll see you in the next podcast. Blessings.